If you're a more energetically sensitive, creative or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with Anna Long-Stokes is a business and marketing podcast where we'll uncover the roadblocks that most energetically sensitive entrepreneurs and creatives face on their journey to success and how to move past these blocks to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna Long-Stokes, and I'm your host. Firstly, thank you so much for listening in today. I know that your time is valuable, and in an effort to honor that, I'm going to try to keep these episodes under 15 or 20 minutes, but hopefully still full of insight. I created this podcast for entrepreneurs and creatives who identify as being on the more energetically sensitive side, aka empathic. If you're not sure whether you fit into this category, keep listening in. And if you find yourself nodding along to what I say, or if what I say resonates, you likely are. Not all people who are energetically sensitive identify as such. In fact, rather than seeing themselves this way, they might be oblivious to this. They might keep showing up, doing the same things, and hitting the same energy in blocks, and be totally unaware why things don't seem to work as easily for them as they do for others. Don't get me wrong. Being empathic absolutely has its benefits as well, which we'll be covering in a future podcast. But if you haven't learned to get your energy working for you, it can feel like it's working against you and that many things seem to be an uphill slog rather than in a restful flow. I've been an entrepreneur for over 10 years, and I have to be honest, I'm getting a bit tired of the endless regurgitation of marketing strategies or the endless hype related to the newest social media platforms. Sure, all of this information can be useful, but what I see happening is that over and over and over again, these things are not the things that push the needle forward in your business. You can take all the business classes in the world and sign up to work with all the best coaches. But if you can't learn to get your energy working for you, then unfortunately, it'll be working against you, especially if you're an energetically sensitive entrepreneur. So it's my hope that this podcast and the little space I've created in this busy online world will be a refuge for you. A place for you to come, learn about new things, get more in touch with your energy, and most importantly, support you as you go to do the work you came here to do. Yes, that's right. I think that we all have something to offer this world, and that while it's not always easy to identify exactly what it is or exactly how to monetize it, I believe that the world would be a better place if more people like you are showing up each and every day to take the steps no matter how small, to live an aligned life. One where you're in the flow of creation and one where you get to make a living off the things that matter most to you. This might sound too good to be true, but it's not. I've been helping others like you create and grow for over eight years. I used to be a poor social worker, literally selling my eggs 
to try to pay bills and get the down payment for my first FHA loan to help me buy my first house. I have taken the leap to quit the quote unquote safe job and pursue the unknown. I have taken very little money and created a million dollar brick and mortar business. And I've put myself out into the world, despite the inevitable backlash and judgment that comes with it. And through it all, I had to learn to get through the energy so that I could keep showing up and doing the work that I know I came here to do, which is to fuse my creative and intuitive talents to make the world a better place. I thought it would be fitting to kick things off with an explanation of what an empathic entrepreneur is so that we could have a common understanding and so that you could determine if this podcast is something that will be able to support you on your unique journey. There's so many business podcasts out there and so much business advice, and I love many of them, but for years I've struggled with feeling like whether I was the target market or not for their advice and whether what they were telling me would ultimately work for me. It always seemed that when it came time to put the pedal to the metal, I was throwing up the emergency brake. So even though I had the perfect strategy and I understood what I was supposed to do, I couldn't bring myself to do it. But why? I can look back now and see that I was hitting energy and that hitting this energy was slowing me down or asking me to pivot. The energy was always a sign, but I didn't always know how to read it. So while I've always been in touch with the fact that I'm on the more intuitive side, I did not trust my intuition. And honestly, sometimes for good reason, it hadn't always led me down the best roads. I think that you could probably relate. So five years ago, I was in the middle of building my first million dollar company and I hit a low. You see, I knew with every ounce of my being what I was capable of. But I had also lived with myself for long enough to be aware of my repeating hangups and habits that were getting in the way of me reaching my potential. That's when I began my lifelong journey into learning to read energy from a more neutral space. It started with a five-week meditation class And I just kept signing up for more and more training, including a year-long clairvoyant training that propelled me into astral studies, women's healing, animal communication, house clearings, and more. And two years ago, I began to help teach others as they uncovered and learned to navigate their own psychic superpowers. Diving into this world wasn't completely new to me. I was in energy healing classes by the age of 14 and became a successful intuitive business strategist in my late 20s. I've always tapped into my more empathic abilities, but it wasn't until five years ago that I realized that this was my life's work. I wasn't just here to be an empath, I came here to help other empaths. So are you an empath? What does empathic even mean? There are a few definitions of this, including a dictionary one that involves supernatural powers. But for the sake of our shared understanding, let's dive deeper into this and get on the same page. Back when I was a social worker, I understood empathic to mean that you could understand what others were going through without having to go through the same thing yourself. Essentially, to be able to walk in another's shoes, per se, without putting the shoes on yourself. This is seen as a necessary trait for many helping profession jobs, such as social work. 
The truth, though, is that the people who are best at empathy are empaths. And empaths often put the shoes of another on without even knowing it. So rather than looking down and seeing the shoes of another on their feet, they will feel off, likely in their entire being. The feeling can be so overwhelming that it isn't easy to pinpoint that the discomfort or discord has come from the shoes that they accidentally put on that weren't theirs in the first place. So excuse all the metaphors, but what I'm trying to relay is that most empaths are absolutely unaware that their pain and discomfort is not their own. They have borrowed it from another, often in a conscious or unconscious attempt to heal this person. Don't get me wrong, being an empath is not all bad. But when you're an empath and you don't feel in control of your abilities, it can be a bit overwhelming. Here are a few telltale signs that you're an empath. You often feel most balanced when you have a good amount of alone time or time in nature to recharge. You feel pretty drained after attending parties or group events or even spending too much one-on-one time in intimacy with another. You are allergic to superficialities and desire getting to the juicy good stuff sooner in relationships. You feel called to help others, but have a tendency to overhelp and then a need to retreat from this person or situation before it leaves you feeling exhausted. You hit the energy and sensations in the body of something before it happens. So an example, your stomach might not before a meeting with a supervisor because they're angry or disappointed with you. In essence, your body knows what is going to happen in energy before your mind does. Or you might have a history of knowing if people are lying or telling the truth because you can feel when others are not in alignment with their words. And you might hate conflict, but you might also attract it because you're sensitive to the words and expressions of others. So what does all this have to do with entrepreneurship? Well, many creatives and entrepreneurs are empaths. Not all, of course, but 95% of the clients who are attracted to working with me certainly are. Back when I was consulting full-time, I found that I was attracting a lot of empaths. I didn't really have the awareness to label them as such at the time, but I saw that there were major trends shared between most of them, and that even if they didn't see themselves as psychic or woo-woo, they were called to my more intuitive coaching approach. Being an empathic entrepreneur is a beautiful thing. Empathic entrepreneurs, or empathicpreneurs as I like to call them, are often highly creative and able to intuit the needs of their audience or customer base without much effort at all. They create experiences, objects, art, or programs with energy that people can feel. Back when I created my successful skincare studio, I went into it with a clear vision about how I wanted people to feel when they came into the space and received services. At the time, I had no idea that this logic was unique. All I knew was that I wanted to create the type of space and experience that I would personally enjoy, and that I wanted to attract amazing clients who resonated with that energy. This meant that everything from hiring to training to decor to branding all had to pass my subtle feeling test. Guess what? It worked. In fact, it worked so quickly that my only problem up until the pandemic hit was that I couldn't grow and train a team fast enough to meet the demand. 
I had people asking me to open more locations around the country and the world, people wanting to invest. Everyone seemed to want a piece of what I started. I was a little flabbergasted because I had no idea why it had all happened so fast when many of my previous business ventures fell flat or never came close to that level of success. Of everything I did to grow the company, I believe that it was my empathic ability to feel energy that led to the ultimate success of this brand. Reviews from clients were full of expressions about how good they felt when they entered the space and how sad they were when they had to leave. Without realizing it, I had set the whole company up to heal my clients. Now, this had benefits and drawbacks that I'll comment on another day, but I'm now able to see that I used my empathic self to create that company. And because I was playing into my innate empathic nature, success was inevitable. So here are some signs that you're an empathic entrepreneur, aka an empathicpreneur. Firstly, you find that you have to wait until things feel good or right before you can proceed. But when you create things that feel good to you, they're often successful without you even having to try hard. You are often attracted to no BS, get her done business advice and strategy. But then when you try to implement it for yourself, it feels awful or simply doesn't work for you. You're often very excited at the beginning of a project, but once difficulties arise, you slow to almost a halt or you switch directions rather than confronting the problems, i.e. energies that are arising. You are happiest and healthiest when energy is in movement, like you're creating, exercising, or doing the things that you love. You don't understand why you can't just quote unquote push through like a lot of other business owners seem to be able to do. Your creations are likely more important to you than the attention that you receive from these creations. So in a way, you really do create for yourself, even if others end up benefiting or loving it as well. You compare yourself to others in your industry and often feel bad if you are more successful than them and may even hold back your own success so as not to overshadow the success of someone else, whether you're close to them or not. This list is not exhaustive. But chances are that if you nodded your head along to a few or most of these, that you are an empathic preneur. And if that's the case, welcome to the space I've created here with you in mind. Some of the items above touch on what your business or creative life can look like in a balanced state as well as a less balanced state. So if you read the list above and you're feeling defeated, don't. I've devoted this entire podcast to helping empathic creatives and entrepreneurs live a more aligned life, one where they can learn to transform their empathic skills from perceived defects into their greatest superpowers. Once you learn to work with your abilities, you will no longer feel like the victim of your sensitivities. And guess what? Society likes to portray us as weak and victims of our sensitivities, and that's absolute BS. And the more you get in touch with these superpowers, you'll begin to see and feel what I mean. If you're still not sure whether you're an empath or not, check out my free quiz on my website at www.empathicpreneur.com or see the link in the show notes. In my next podcast, I'll help you identify some of the common challenges that empathic preneurs face and how you can get these challenges to work in your favor. Until next time, keep creating. Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. 
If you're an energetically sensitive creative or entrepreneur looking to find more ease and profits in your creative and business endeavors, then check out our Empathicpreneur Academy, a community and program designed to help you get out of the start-stop-start process so that you can move through the fear, drop the resistance, and show up and do the work you came here to do. Learn more at www.empathicpreneur.com or click the link in the show notes.